Welcome to the return of the Primal Endurance Podcast. This is your host, Brad Kearns, and we are going on a journey to a kinder, gentler, smarter, more fun, more effective way to train for ambitious endurance goals. Visit primalendurance.fit to join the community and enroll in our free video course. Hey, I want to tell you about Schwank Grills. This is a revolutionary portable gas infrared grill that uses the exact same heating technology as the world's best steakhouses. You heat up to 1,500 degrees Fahrenheit to grill the juiciest steak you've ever tasted in as little as three minutes. Can you believe it? That's right. You do not have to go to those crowded, noisy, super overpriced steakhouses anymore when you have the same technology in your backyard. And the Schwank portable infrared grill is not just for steak. You can make chicken wings hamburgers, seafood, lobster, vegetables. I make salmon in three minutes. They even have a pizza stone accessory. I want you to visit their very informative and mouth-watering website at schwankgrills.com. That's S-C-H-W-A-N-K. Everything you cook, faster, juicier. The speed is so important, so convenient. Uh, There's a drip tray on the bottom, so you let the juices drip down. I love the bison burger, the venison burgers. That's my game. And then you can add a mixture of butter, spices, whatever you want, into the tray. Pour it back onto your meat or your salmon for a huge improvement in flavor. Are you getting hungry? I am. (laughs) Let's go to schwankgrills.com, S-C-H-W-A-N-K, grills.com, and up your home cooking game. This is a -a one-of-a-kind grill. I have a great discount code for you, of course. It's BRAD150 to save $150 off your purchase of a Schwank grill. Welcome to Primal Endurance Podcast, and this is show number five in a lengthy series where we cover the wonderful ebook content that comes for free when you visit primalendurance.fit. It's 115 things you need to know to succeed as a primal endurance athlete. So go over there, hit the website, sign up for the email, and we'll send you a PDF and it'll cover all these things. But it's really uh, short insights that cover the various categories of primal endurance that are covered in the book. Um, So far in the first four shows, we covered all kinds of content about aerobic training. Then we went into the topic of periodization, (laughs) periodization, periodization. Then we went into primal eating, and we have a few more insights in that category to finish up the primal eating concepts. And then we'll go into strength and sprint training, and finally getting to the finish line, complementary movement and lifestyle practices in future episodes and recovery. So, oh boy, if you can't get excited about some of these insights and have that thirst for learning more and perhaps correcting course when we look at a lot of the common mistakes that highly motivated, goal-oriented endurance athletes make in pursuit of success, well, I don't know what it's going to take, but these are really thought-provoking, and I think I'm going to try to add a little bit of color to the basic statement, but this is uh, stuff that we get into deep in the book and especially in the online mastery course. So we hit a bunch of topics about becoming fat adapted, burning ketones, uh, what carbohydrate dependency looks like in comparison, um, some weight loss topics relating to primal eating, and we got a few more. So we're going to jump right in. And this is number 26 on the list of insights 
just inside the primal eating category and we're working our way to that 115 finish line. So number 26, being carb dependent sucks on several levels. Your performance hinges on the tenuous ability to assimilate additional carbs during exercise, which is a really tough ask because you're not supposed to be uh, engaging in digestive function while you are sweating, exercising, elevating your body temperature and sending your blood to your extremities rather than your digestive tract. So even the most simple and easy to digest forms of energy, uh, the carbohydrate energy gels and energy drinks can cause stomach distress. Also, by the way, um, we've heard of leaky gut now, the emerging scientific concept that uh, gut permeability represents the downstream cause of a lot of inflammatory and autoimmune conditions. And when you are exercising by default or by necessity, you have a permeable gut because you need to uh, you need to dis dissipate heat while exercising. And so your pipes are wide open and they're very vulnerable to infiltration by unwanted molecules that your immune system would typically recognize and uh, not allow in. So um, there's a high risk of leaky gut conditions in association with extreme endurance training, especially training in hot temperatures where everything's uh, more and more open and dissipating more heat. So uh, one, your performance hinges on the tenuous ability to assimilate additional carbs, which is really tough. Two, you produce more inflammation and oxidative damage when burning a dirty fuel source. Three, you risk muscle catabolism via gluconeogenesis, and you have difficulty reducing excess body fat. So the inflammation and oxidative damage comes from uh, especially consuming processed forms of carbohydrate as found in the energy gels, energy bars, blocks, and drinks that are highly processed and basically a simple, they call it acellular form of carbohydrate. Uh, so those generally will cause you to produce more in inflammation and oxidative stress. Uh, we have the picture in the book of the campfire where the fat adapted athlete is burning the big logs and uh, minimizing inflammation and oxidative stress versus someone who's chowing down all day on sugary snacks and treats. So the muscle catabolism via gluconeogenesis, we know that gluconeogenesis is a stress response mechanism to convert amino acids into glucose for energy when you need it. And if you're highly carb dependent because of high stress lifestyle practices, uh, inappropriate aerobic exercise that's exceeding your maximum aerobic heart rate frequently, such that you're asking your body to burn a lot of glucose on a prolonged basis during these long distance workouts, and then uh, consuming a lot of high carbohydrate fuels that's putting you on an energy roller coaster. Well, um, if you're a little bit low on carbs at a certain time, your body's going to kick into this stress hormone response and possibly break down lean muscle tissue uh, via the process of gluconeogenesis. So it's uh, optimal to be good at burning a variety of fuels, especially fat at rest when we don't have high energy requirements or you know, high ATP processing requirements as we would when we're burning uh, extra calories doing something like strenuous exercise. And then finally, having difficulty reducing excess body fat because your go-to fuel is carbohydrate and fat uh, burning mechanisms have been toned down thanks to your lifestyle practices, mainly eating uh, junky food and then exercising too strenuously, but also all the other things we hear about, uh, such as sleep, insufficient sleep will kick you over into carb dependency and so forth. So that was a long one. That was number 26. Number 27, step one to going primal is to ditch processed sugars, grains, and industrial seed oils 
and you want to do this in a strict manner for 21 days because uh, these foods have addictive properties. They are hyperpalatable in many cases, so they're difficult to extricate from the diet. They have a way of leaking back in there. And the industrial seed oils in particular, when you ditch those, you want to make this a lifelong strategy because they have such immediate and severe uh, metabolic consequences. They inhibit your ability to burn fat. They damage the cells at the DNA level uh, right away and wide agreement that these are the biggest enemy in the modern diet. So if you go on a strict elimination to get rid of those processed foods, uh, then you have your, uh, your setup to succeed over the long term. But if you, quote, try to cut back, end quote, on the processed foods, they're going to have a way of sticking around for a while. Uh, so if you can succeed with this elimination period, then step two is to emphasize the highly nutritious primal foods uh, by personal preference, of course, but we're familiar with that uh, long communicated primal list or the list of ancestral foods that are meat, fish, fowl, eggs, vegetables, fruits, nuts, and seeds. We add certain modern foods to the list like uh, organic raw, high fat dairy products and high cacao percentage dark chocolate. And so basically you're going to create an ideal diet and there are a lot of personalizations involved here, especially the level of carbohydrate intake that you prefer and that is aligned with your workout energy expenditure and your hormonal health. Uh, but they have that common ground as they are absent of processed foods. And so there's a lot of confusion, controversy in the diet scene these days. But I think everyone can agree that there's never any justification or necessity for consuming these uh, big three toxic modern foods of refined grains, sugars, and industrial seed oils. Number 28, while transitioning to primal involves eating rich, satisfying meals, some can expect to struggle initially due to lifelong carbohydrate dependency and the drug-like addictive properties of sugar and wheat. Um, the work of Dr. Robert Lustig. I had a great interview with him on the BRAD podcast talking about his most recent book, Metabolical, and also the best-selling book, Wheat Belly by Dr. William Davis. They talk about these addictive properties that are found in modern-day wheat products. Uh, it's called gliadin protein that's found in wheat, and it has been shown to have appetite-stimulating properties uh, to the tune of compelling you to consume 300 additional calories each day. So when you're eating these processed foods, it begets the consumption of additional processed foods. And one other big reason why is because they interfere with your body's ability to uh, process energy internally effectively. And so if you're not good at burning fat, if you have these uh, metabolic inhibitors, that's a term used by Jay Feldman, Mike Fave, Energy Balance Podcast. If these are lingering in your diet, you are going to have potentially energy dips and strong cravings for these comfort foods. And I didn't even mention in the, in the number, the bullet point here, that, um, that the cultural forces that compel us to place these, continually place these at the centerpiece of modern culture. Uh, as soon as the kids are of age, they will be going to birthday parties, having cake, having ice cream. Uh, we have apple pie on 4th of July. We have hot dogs at the ball game. And boy, it's, um, it's a great uh, ambition and endeavor to unwind all that stuff and start to create your own uh, ancestral-inspired healthy diet. But it's an absolute necessity, especially if you're an athlete. Um, so number 29, eating primally and losing excess body fat does not involve any suffering or struggling or sacrifice. The high satiety factor of primal foods will prevent the cravings and binges that derail calorie restriction dieters. 
Uh, not to mention when you, <laughs> if you do succeed in a calorie restricted diet, it's very likely going to be a short-term success story because if you start to consume fewer calories, your body engages in a variety of compensatory mechanisms in order to survive. And this is a strongly uh, genetically programmed survival instinct that we can and will continue to operate, uh, not optimally, but we'll, we'll be making it through life even if we cut our calorie intake severely. But what's going to happen is you're going to turn down all those very important metabolic, hormonal, and immune function dials in order to survive on less food. So what we will get from calorie restriction is uh, some immediate results, most likely, because anything you do to make a change from uh, unmitigated intake of a variety of processed foods, you're going to have success out of the gate, you're going to drop some weight, and then your body is going to very quickly get used to a lower level of caloric intake by toning down thyroid function, adrenal function, your general energy levels. You're going to recover more slowly from workouts in order to save energy, conserve energy. Uh, the most dramatic example of this compensation theory is the hard training uh, female athlete who experiences amenorrhea, the loss of menstruation, and that is a genetically programmed survival instinct to turn down reproductive function when stress levels or energy is insufficient. And so uh, ideally, what we want here is to get an optimal amount of nutritious calories to have the most high energy day possible and the best training patterns, uh, good performance, good recovery, all that kind of thing. I'm pleased to present B-Rad Grass-Fed Whey Protein Isolate Superfuel, the absolute highest quality all-natural protein supplement infused with creatine that delivers everything you need to optimize your appetite for fat loss, recover quickly from workouts, and build and maintain lean muscle mass, the single most important attribute for aging gracefully. Our protein comes directly from small family farms in America's dairy land of Wisconsin. It's cold processed and micro filtered for maximum bioavailability and digestibility. So please, don't mess with the many cheap commodity protein supplements that are ineffective, inferior, less pure, and often contain junk sweeteners, especially the plant-based offerings that are vastly less bioavailable than the gold standard of protein supplements that's whey protein isolate. Whether you're in your peak athletic years looking to grow and recover or in the older age groups trying to delay aging and decline, whey and creatine are widely agreed to be the most critical and effective supplements to take for the rest of your life. You can easily stir the super fuel in water or make a delicious smoothie every day. I'm certain that you're going to love the pleasant, light, natural vanilla bean and cocoa bean flavors. So try some on Amazon today. It's a huge hit with dozens of five-star reviews. Or you can order direct from bradnutrition.com with our buy three, get one free, and make the super fuel a centerpiece of your daily routine. So it's involving ditching processed foods, emphasizing the nutritious foods, eating them pretty much to your heart's content. If you are uh, engaging in good uh, low-stress mealtime habits, there's no need to be watching your portion sizes or any such thing. It's just a matter of getting healthy, getting your metabolism going, uh, and then you will uh, drift into your optimal body composition over time 
thanks to your healthy lifestyle habits. Um, number 30, primal eating can improve endurance performance by improving fat metabolism, moderating the overstimulation of fight or flight hormones uh, that's caused by this carbohydrate dependency diet and kicking at that stress response into gear, that gluconeogenesis frequently because you're so desperate to keep uh, glucose levels stabilized and you're not doing it well internally. So you're having to go eat something, uh, crash and burn, uh, get the stress response going to level you off and going that energy roller coaster. So um, it'll improve endurance performance by improving fat metabolism, uh, moderating fight or flight, improving immune function, improving digestion, and reducing inflammation, oxidative damage, and muscle breakdown from training. Again, if you're underfueled or you're fueled with uh, uh, nutrient deficient foods, that's when you're going to get more of all the, uh, the, the aforementioned inflammation, oxidative damage, and muscle breakdown. Your body just simply won't respond as well without good nourishment. Number 31, you can accelerate the process of fat adaptation in a depleted post-workout state when your appetite hormones are most sensitive to rewiring instead of habitually pounding sugary treats. Fast for a bit and or choose high-fat, low-insulin-producing foods. You will rewire your brain to being less dependent on carbs at all times. Uh, this number 31, I would uh, qualify as an advanced strategy or a highly advanced strategy. Uh, there's a great story about my speed golf friend, Robert Hogan. He's the fastest golfer on the planet. He sets the fastest time at all the major speed golf events. He can play 18 holes on a regulation 6,000-yard course in around 30, 35 minutes. So uh, an amazing athlete. And he tells this story of bonking on a long run. I believe it was an 18-mile run, and he completely ran out of gas. And he had another lap to go. So these were four-and-a-half-mile laps. And imagine yourself just bonking like crazy. He described having profound visions of his beloved orange soda that he would always get at the finish line of these long runs and had to soldier on for four and a half more miles. But he said by the time he finished, uh, his cravings for the soda had disappeared and they subsided for a prolonged period after this run. And I talked to some physiologists about this too, because it was such a sensational story. And there's speculation that he uh, violently rewired his brain into uh, keto adaptation. So of course he did something to finish the four and a half miles and that was kicking in uh, these stress mechanisms to find energy uh, somewhere else besides uh, getting another ingestion of glucose. And boy, that stuff tends to stick. And so that's what 31 was all about. 32, the primal blueprint carbohydrate curve predicts the results of body composition goals based on different levels of carb intake. 100 grams per day or less promotes fat loss. 150 grams is maintenance. Over 150 can get you into trouble. Over 300 is like standard American diet. Uh, so this information is now uh, 13 years old or so, and it was a cute uh, little tool to awaken people to the benefits and the importance of an ancestral-inspired primal-style diet. Uh, but of course, we now there's so much nuance here, and I think the most important one to recognize is that uh, virtually any level of processed carbohydrates is not going to be making a contribution to your health and will quite possibly compromise your health in different ways. And that also goes for a hard training endurance athlete who's burning a lot of calories. You're not really protected from those adverse health consequences 
of eating processed foods, but really what we're getting at here is uh, avoiding that excess intake of processed carbohydrates. Now, um, can you uh, get yourself into trouble eating too much fruit and too many sweet potatoes and uh, too much steak and too much eggs? Uh, arguably, the answer would be no. And Dr. Robert Lustig made a really compelling point during our interview when he said that it's impossible to become obese. It's impossible to develop metabolic syndrome with a diet that consists of whole foods, wholesome natural foods only. Uh, and it makes a lot of sense, even though it's a pretty uh, wild, radical statement. And maybe on a bet, you could sit there with enough fruit and sweet potatoes and steak and eggs to actually add excess body fat for a time. But you can think about how satiating the nutrient-dense foods of the planet are and how difficult it is to uh, run afoul or go off track um, on healthy eating and on body composition goals if you are just eliminating these processed foods. So I think that's the best takeaway from all this content in the uh, the last part of the, uh, the eating insights on the list is just clean up your diet and then go to town and enjoy yourself with uh, nutritious meals, uh, comfortable, stress-free meal times so you're not overdoing it. And generally, when you're out there training, yes, the energy drinks and the gels and the bars and the things that will sustain your energy during a prolonged workout are important, necessary, effective, all those things. But if you're training properly, you're not going to be tapping into those uh, with much frequency or uh, much volume. If you're going out on a bike ride and you need seven gels and an extra Ziploc bag of energy drink, and you also need to stop for uh, a pie at the, at the mini mart halfway through the ride, you're probably training at a heart rate that's too stressful. And it's more likely... Um, a more effective workout if you can get that thing done without having to ingest a ton of onboard calories during the effort. Now, of course, in a race, hey, uh, anything goes. You can go look at the legendary ultra runner, the world record holder at 100 miles, Zach Bitter. He's got a great podcast called Human Performance Outliers. And on his blog, maybe you can still find it. It's many years old, but uh, the first time he broke the American or the world record running 100 miles, he put up a, a sort of a diary or an account of the entire day, including everything that he ate. And so here's this uh, fat adapted guy who's been lauded for uh, performing well and, and eating kind of a primal aligned animal based fat adapted diet. Uh, but during the race, you could see little notations like uh, slammed a Mountain Dew and a couple cookies. And then the next lap, he had some potato chips and the next lap, he had some uh, sophisticated energy food. But he was basically throwing in uh, a lot of different uh, calorie sources to get him through this effort, which was um, performed at a uh, pretty, uh, pretty ambitious energy expenditure when he's running sub seven minute miles for a hundred miles. Pretty impressive. Okay. So on those rare occasions where you do need extra food, sure, you're going to go for it. But in general, um, you want to work toward that fat adapted state as an endurance athlete with comfortably paced workouts and high intensity workouts that don't last too long. So, hey, if you're going to the gym and throwing around some heavy weights or you're going to do a sprint workout that fits into your schedule now and then, that's fine. But those workouts are not going to be uh, massive glycolytic experiences. Uh, that means they're not going to be uh, burning a tremendous amount of carbohydrate calories because they don't last that long. And so you can go home and refuel from those and be just fine. And um, that's your winning ticket. So comfortably paced aerobic exercise and the occasional brief explosive 
high-intensity session and the very occasional uh, peak performance effort, a race, a time trial, whatever, where you get to the finish line uh, by any means necessary. Okay, so that was finishing the sequence of uh, insights in the category of primal eating, and that'll set us up for a nice show number six where we talk about strength training and sprinting. Uh, So a little bit shorter here, giving you a little break and uh, coming back strong with some more insights, getting to that 115 total. Thanks for listening. Again, go to primalendurance.fit and sign up for the free, uh, the mini course, and it'll give you kind of a a sneak preview of what you're going to get in the full-length mastery course, which I strongly urge you to enroll in. It's the single most comprehensive and will be the most valuable online educational experience you'll ever find. Uh, for endurance training. It'll change your life and there's no turning back. So all of that, all handled at primalendurance.fit. Thanks for listening. I would love your feedback on the show, questions, comments, fodder for the Q&A episodes, which were so popular uh, back in the day. And then we had that long break and now we'll get right back into it and hear from real life endurance enthusiasts fighting that battle, trying to do things right and sharing and solving these challenges as a community. So I'm going to give you the hello at bradventures.com email address where we will handle everything for this show. And uh, please use that one going forward. Hello at bradventures.com. And if you want to share the show with a fellow endurance athlete who deserves it, please, that would be a huge help, as is leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps bring more attention, more listeners to the show. So if you could take a couple seconds to do it, I would greatly appreciate it. All right, take care. I want to discuss the incredible benefits of red light therapy and how you can get started with Mito Red Light. Mito, like mitochondria, red light makes the premier light therapy devices in the world and at incredibly affordable prices. I stand in front of my Mito Pro 1500 unit every morning, carefully exposing my eyeballs, other important balls, and my entire body to special wavelengths of red and near for red light. When I tell people about my daily devotion to red light therapy, they typically ask, does this stuff really work? And the answer is yes. And there are thousands of studies supporting its effectiveness. Here's how. It's called photobiomodulation where specific wavelengths of red and near-infrared light, red's visible, near-infrared is not visible, that's why it looks like only half of your panel's working, these wavelengths help mitochondria in cells throughout your body produce more energy and clear waste products more efficiently. Red light exposure helps mobilize nitric oxide trapped in the mitochondria and allows oxygen to return to the cell and increase ATP production. The benefits are proven again and again for skin health, muscle recovery, joint pain, and numerous inflammatory conditions. Red light therapy is also beneficial for circadian rhythm alignment because we generally get far too little direct sunlight and too much indoor blue light from screens and light bulbs at the wrong times. You don't hear much about this benefit of red light therapy, but when I turn on those lights, 
first thing in the morning. As soon as I wake up, I walk across the hall, I stand in front of the panels, and I feel instantly awake and energized. And believe me, there's a lot of days where Mr. Health Guy here wakes up feeling a little groggy and a little whiny, like I don't want to right get up now and get into my morning exercise routine. But when I stand in front of the lights, in one minute, I swear I feel wide awake. I get all that grogginess out naturally. It's super powerful, super effective, besides all the healing and the cellular benefits. I also love it for being a natural wake-up machine. You have to try red light therapy. I am certain that you will become a devoted user. And guess what? Mito Red Light offers a 60-day no-risk trial period and a special 5% discount for B-Rad podcast listeners. Just visit Mito Red Light, M-I-T-O, redlight.com, and use the code BRAD on any of their products. Go for it today and get started on your red light journey. I hope you enjoy this episode and encourage you to check out the Primal Endurance Mastery Course at primalendurance.fit. This is the ultimate online educational experience where you can learn from the world's great coaches and trainers, diet, peak performance, and recovery experts, as well as lengthy one-on-one interviews from several of the greatest endurance athletes of all time, not published anywhere else. It's a major educational experience with hundreds of videos, but you can get free access to a mini course with an ebook summary of the Primal Endurance Approach and nine step-by-step videos on how to become a Primal Endurance Athlete. This mini-course will help you develop a strong basic understanding of this all-encompassing approach to endurance training that includes primal-aligned eating to escape carbohydrate dependency and enhance fat metabolism, building an aerobic base with comfortably paced workouts, strategically introducing high-intensity strength and sprint workouts, emphasizing rest recovery and annual periodization, and finally cultivating an intuitive approach to training instead of the usual robotic approach of fixed weekly workout schedules. Just head over to primalendurance.fit and learn all about the course and how we can help you go faster and preserve your health while you're at it. 